to a new RFM. It's ten past one, and we're talking travel for our sponsor, Travel on King. Sally Lucas joining me, Jane Klein. And Sally, uh, we all know that going overseas is terribly exciting, but often there's a very long air trip uh, associated with it. There certainly is, especially for our geographical location. Unfortunately, that many destinations we uh, feel the need to get to require a long-haul flight. And, of course, you're sitting down for the majority of the time, which can be quite taxing on your health. And so being aware of the health risks before you go and any remedies that can help you arriving happier and healthier um, are a great thing. So recently, a, a Dr Gray, an Australian travel doctor, gave her top tips on how to manage some of the most common long-haul travel issues. Now, the first one is dehydration. The main cause of that, of course, is the dryness of the cabins, where the humidity is 60 to 70%, normally for comfortable humidity, but on aeroplanes, it's only 12 to 21%. Really? Humidity. So this is the same as in the middle of a desert. Right. Okay. That is dry. That's very dry. So common symptoms of low cabin humidity could be thirst, dry mouth, dry skin, of course, eyes, irritated nose. Um, to minimise dehydration, uh, you should try and drink two to three glasses of water plus a dose of oral rehydration solution such as hydrolyte every five hours. Um, dry, sketchy eyes, of course, are very common and, you know, get some drops for those, of course, and they can disrupt sleep. Um, there's an eye mist she recommended called Murine Eye Mist. I use Bion Tears, but I think whatever works for your eyes, you know, that, that gives them that relief. Um, the other one is changing cabin pressure. So on most commercial long-haul flights at an altitude of, say, 28 to 35,000 feet, cabins are pressurised to a maximum of 8,000 feet to allow travellers to sort of breathe comfortably as the pain travels through the thin air, high altitudes. And then again, you can get nasal decongested and you can, they suggest again a saline spray for that 30 minutes prior to takeoff and landing will just help that as well. The use of mentholated sweets or gum to help the swallowing and equalise the pressure in the ear, of course. And, and that's uh, often hard with babies, of course, and children. Yes. Isn't it supposed to be screaming for babies? It's yes. good for them yes. because it relieves the pressure. Yes. Or sucking on a bottle even, like if they're a bottle baby or something, or a straw, a drink with a straw, even like that. Something like that does help. Moving your jaw well. around sometimes helps too. And just swallowing, yeah, even, swallowing. you know, helps as well. Because I even get that, like when I'm travelling through like a higher pass in a car. Like it doesn't just affect you. Same with DVT. You can get DVT travelling long distance in a car. It just doesn't have to be aeroplanes. Because your feet are down, I suppose. Yes, the feet are down and all your blood's draining. Mm. So you've just got to remember that. So that getting up and down is really important, of course. And then, of course, you've got the your circadian rhythms, of course, because your internal clock becomes out of sync, of course. So that's the other thing. She suggests you set your clock to the local time of your destination, stay hydrated and avoid excess alcohol and caffeine. And then when you land at your destination, do some light exercise initially, like a stroll or even a swim if you stay at a hotel that had a swimming pool or something, just to get the body moving again. It's important that you don't go straight to bed. Um, it's important that you do some form of exercise and, you know, get that body happening and your blood flowing and, you know. Good idea. Yeah. Mm. And, and as, as the other thing is you can have a stressed immune system even before you go. So people are getting stressed with work deadlines, etc., that they have to meet before 
you know, they even depart. So as I said, you're spending a lot of time in enclosed or confined spaces with lots of other people. And sometimes, you know, if you're not sick at the start, you could be sitting next to someone who is. So it could mean that, you know, by the end of the flight, you've got something yourself. And it was recommended to me recently, it's interesting she's recommended the same thing, but to boost your immune system, try taking a supplement like they call this one, the Frequent Flyer Health Boost. And they're just, it looks like a, a tube of barocas, you know, they're just those discs and you can put those in water and that also helps it. You know, it's vitamin C and it helps just build up that immune system so you mightn't catch that cold or whatever that's going around. Mm, so it's always good to make things as pleasant as possible and arrive at your holiday destination nice and fresh. Exactly, as, as fresh as you can. Fresh anyway. as you can. Still in URFM 19 past one and we're talking travel thanks to our sponsor Travel on King and Sally Lucas. We've been talking about doing a little bit of exercise. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hop on your bikes. New Zealand, every day a different journey is how they describe New Zealand. And it was Ernest Hemingway who said, it is by riding a bicycle that you learn the contours of a country best, since you have to sweat up the hills and coast down them. Thus you remember them as they actually are. <laughs> is that a recommendation? <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty true, though, I think. Yes, um, and you feel good afterwards when well, it's over. Yes, exactly. <laughs> this timeless quote from one of the world's most famous travellers is the perfect way to describe the appeal of cycle touring through New Zealand's really incredibly varied landscape. It's got over 2,500 kilometres of pristine cycleways with 23 what they call great rides throughout the country for visitors of all ages and cycling tastes, from volcanoes and snow-clad mountains waterways, coastline infused with Maori culture and of course you get plenty of history. So they say New Zealand is a cycle tourist dream destination and thanks to this cycle trail network you can experience all the country offers at the appropriate leisurely pace. So there's a guidebook has just been released. It was actually free Jane in um, last week's Sydney Morning Herald but if you go on to um, newzealand.com you'll get information and probably be able to download it. Um, you've got different Temperatures, of course, or climate changes you've got to be prepared for. I wouldn't suggest cycling in the winter would be too much fun in New Zealand, or not certainly in the areas where they get snow and ice. Um, but certainly, like, they don't get quite the humidity that we do in summer, so cycling in, in the South Island in summer would be lovely, or autumn or spring. But there's a whole range, there's too many to mention, Jane, but the, they're right from one end of um, New Zealand to the other over both islands. You know, right up the top near the Bay of Islands in that Whangarei, north of Whangarei, um, one at Hauraki, which is not far from Auckland. You've got some around the Waikato area, in getting down towards that Hamilton Rotorua, then down into Taupo area, plus Napier, Whanganui, uh, around Wellington, Nelson. Um, there's one called the Old Ghost Road, which is on the um, west coast, top part of the west coast of the South Island. Uh, the Queenstown Trail. Um, yes, a lot. Around the mountains, they call the one in Queenstown. The Clutha Gold Trail, which is down south. Otago. Uh, Little River Trail out of Christchurch. And there's one doing the Alps to Ocean Cycle Trail, which that would be quite a long one. So there's quite a range there. But, yes, why not consider? And it's such beautiful countryside. It is beautiful countryside and it's so close for us no visas ease of travel short flight no jet lag bit of exercise gorgeous food and wine and you're staying healthy at the same time and do you need to take your bike with you they do provide bikes but if you had a bike i'm sure you could take your own if you would prefer you just need to check on what extra you may need to pay sometimes a little extra some sporting equipment can go free of charge on flights you just 
be something you'd have to check at the time of booking. Yes, great. Now, um, some interesting news in the middle of the Pacific. There is, Jane, and I didn't even know this till I read it in, in a brochure I had, but on March 18, which is my birthday, so I should have known, this year the UK government um, designated the world's largest marine reserve, 830,000 square kilometres 1,249 species of marine mammals, seabirds and fish now encompasses the remote Pitcairn Islands in the South Pacific. Mm. So really interesting. And one of the people ahead of the National Geographic, what they call Pristine Seas pro- uh, Project, um, he said the UK's decision to establish this reserve was because the Pitcairn Islands have some of the cleanest waters in the world. So that's quite amazing, isn't it? Is it's one of the best kept secrets of the UK. So there's actually now, if you're interested, there are cruises that are taking in that area. Did, did you say the best kept secrets of the UK? Yes. UK? Yes. It's Pitcairn Island. Does it belong to the UK? Well, it says that. It's the UK government, and he said the UK's decision to establish the reserve. So that was something I didn't know either. Mm. So, yeah, but anyway, Lindblad, um, which is National Geographic Orion, are doing a Tahiti to Easter Island cruise, Tales of the Pacific. So it's going all around this area, islands I've never even heard of, to be quite honest with you, because there's so many, of course, dotted in the South Pacific. But there's these wonderful archipelagos that you're going to cruise around. Um, it's, and it's November the 14th this year, if you're interested in doing that. And that is, um, let's see, November 14th through to November 28th. Uh, so you embark in Papiete and disembark at Easter Island. Looks really fantastic. You know, there's diving on board. They have dive people on board if you're a diver, or you can snorkel and there's lecturers at all this sort of thing that will tell you all about this wonderful Polynesian area of Oceania and everything that you could see and visit and do. It just looks absolutely amazing. And that takes Pitcairn Island in as well. It it does. And they're now saying that we should start thinking of it as a a destination and promoting it because of it's this wonderful pristine waters they have. Let's hope they can keep them pristine though. And plenty of biodiversity I suppose as far as the the sea life Sea creatures and the sea life yes absolutely. So another new destination for us to visit. To NURFM 27 past 1 we're talking travel thanks to our sponsor Travel on King. Sally Lucas Hot Deals Time. What's out in the travel marketplace at the so moment. So much, so much, so much. I will never get through it all, Jane, as I say every week. Um, Backroads Touring, the small group operator in Europe, um, and they also do tailor-made tours if you're interested for your own small group. They've released their brochure for next year, and it is absolutely spectacular. It's one of the best brochures I've ever seen from a photographic point of view, beautiful, detailed photos. But they've got a whole range of new tours for next year, 15 new tours and what you've got to remember with them you are actually traveling on back roads which is why they call themselves back roads touring not freeways travel the world the road less traveled is how they say and also they've got savings for next year so you can get 10 percent early bird savings if you book and pay in full by the 30th of june some of the, the new ones just to give you an idea burgundy which is where i'm going with a cruise along the le canal de bourgogne um they're doing provence with a cruise along the canal du rhone um they're doing the greek island which is the first time they've gone in there, Turkey goulet sailing down the Turkish coast. That's um, a boat, isn't it? Yes, yes, it is a boat mm. or a ship or a yacht, a yacht, I suppose, a traditional Turkish a traditional motor yacht. Um, 
interesting ones like Benelux and the Northern Rhine doing Amsterdam, Maastricht, Luxembourg, Bruges, Harlem, you know, really different itineraries. Northern Ireland's Causeway coastal route. Um, Eastern Europe, like Czech Republic, Poland, Hungary, uh, Portugal doing the Douro Valley, Lisbon, Fatima, Porto, Majestic Morocco, Berlin to Bohemia, Berlin, Leipzig, Dresden, Prague, um, Alsace and the Black Forest. Baltic and Russian Explorer, Norway Fjords and Glaciers, etc. So that's just the new programs on top of what all the others they have. So a great range of product for you to choose from. And if you get in before 30th of June, you're going to get a 10% discount. Always helps. Always helps. Aurora Expeditions have got some... um, Discounts as well of savings of up to 20% on a range of Arctic and Antarctic programs. Just check. There's a few different departures where they've got a last few cabins left. Anyway, it's sort of made 10, 15 or 20%. So if you're interested in the Arctic or the Antarctic, have a think of that. Um, also, we've got two uh, nice luxurious ex- uh, travel experiences that APT have got for Canada. Um, but one of them in particular they've got is a great one. It's a 2016 pre-release fly-free travel in two. Th- 2016 at 2015 prices on selected departures. Book by 31 May. This is for an 18-day Majestic Rockies and Alaska cruise and the savings can be up to 5240 per couple. So there are savings to be had everywhere, Jane. Um, Albatross Tours do some wonderful tours doing Gallipoli and that region and other areas, of course, of um, the wars. So even though we've, got, we've had one important one go, there's still go, tours go all year so sometimes you might like to go and it isn't so crowded and do one of these wonderful tours so they're available departures doing the Gallipoli on the 23rd of August and the 13th of September with a savings where they've added in $1,500 worth of additional extras so that's worthwhile considering as well and they're also already got bookings open for their 2016 commemorative day tours also British Airways we've had a royal baby we have. We've had a royal baby. So what they're doing to celebrate the birth of Britain's new Princess Charlotte, um, they're giving the youngest flies, which are infants, under the age of two, travelling with families, uh, free. Mm. So long as you... Um, book before 11 May, which isn't very far away, and it's for travel up to 30 November. And they've also got some special airfares out to go along with those for adults to London and also to Singapore. So there you go. United Airways have also at the moment got some wonderful business class companion sale fares. Now, these have to be booked by the 12th of May. They're from Sydney to LA or New York, and two people must travel together. They go from 1 July to 31 August and again 1 December to 31 January. And return is 4600 per person for business class, which I can assure you is a lot less than it normally is, including taxes, and New York 5100 as long as two people travel together. Um, other top deals, there's lots of other good cruising top deals at the moment that finish on the 15th of May with Princess Cruises doing Fiji and the South Pacific, also doing a wonderful 17-night cruise that goes virtually not all around Australia, but from Sydney all around the coast uh, via Lombok and finishing in Perth and New Caledonia, Vanuatu as well. Lots of savings there. Um, they've reduced all their prices on those cruises that I've just mentioned, but you've got a book by the 15th of May. There's 
Carnival have got a cruise sale at the moment that finishes on the 25th of May and also uh, Contours Travel, if you book by 30 May, have got discounts, or not a discount, they've got a US $750 travel credit per person if you book on one of their Antarctic cruises. So honestly, Jane, there's just so many rebates out there that you can still get for this year and early birds for next year. So lots happening. And that's Talking Travel for today. It is. Thank you, Sally Lucas. We'll be back next Friday after the 1 o'clock news for our sponsor, Travel on King, on 2NURFM.